CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey guys, and welcome back to I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. And we are trying to help you live your best foodie lives here in Houston. Whether you're just doing takeout right now or you're actually wanting to go out and try new places, we take all of the work out of it for you by giving you some of the best restaurants in Houston to check out each week, all approved by Miss Hangry Houstonian herself. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, what up? (laughs) So football started up this week which means I can kiss my boyfriend goodbye for the next six months. I mean, at least you have a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. He's gone, okay? So PSA, guys, don't neglect your girlfriend because sports is finally back. I know we missed it. It's been a long time. Ladies, if you have a boyfriend or someone you're talking to who's really into sports, you know what I'm talking about right now. Show your man this podcast, okay? We're here to help you out. Be like, hey, babe, I have this really cool podcast I want you to check out. It's called I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry, thinking we could try some of the restaurants, and then it'll just, we'll subtly place it in there. Don't neglect your girlfriend because football is back. We love the Texans, but you love me more, right? That was so funny the other day that Tyler brought you Pit Room because we talked about it last week. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he was a little bit late to our podcast episode, and he checked out our Labor Day episode last week, and he's like, we have to get pit room. My mouth is watering. You and Danielle started talking about it, and we have to get it. So we did. Smart man. I like it. See, but that's what I get pre-football season. But then during the football season, I'm probably not going to hear from him for a week straight because it's going to be all sports all the time. Who knows? This football season might be like cut short because of COVID. Oh, my God. Don't say that. We well, need this. We need sports. Not but, you want, no, but you want him, though. You want him that's back. True. That's true. <laughs> Can't I want have your Texans cake and eat it too, win. Jesse. God, you're right. I want the Texans to win, but I also, ladies, we want our boyfriends to not forget about date night. So keep date night alive. And we are going to help you do that by giving you three brand new date night spots like we do every single week to start out the show. So Danielle, what is our first date night spot this week? Our first date night spot this week is going to be MAD in River Oaks District. I am so excited to be talking about MAD because it was voted best new restaurant this past year and they have a really cool new happy hour. Yeah, so the really cool thing about Matt is that we're going to be talking about this restaurant a lot this episode because we are actually going to have the late night manager on with us in about 10 minutes or so. It's going to be super exciting. So stick around. Danielle and I went to this restaurant a couple weeks ago, and we want to tell you guys about our experience, but the restaurant itself is so cool and so intricate, and it's really more than just about the food. So we really feel like we need Eddie to come on and explain and give give this restaurant its true justice it deserves. Yeah, this restaurant, I mean, the atmosphere alone is enticing. It's amazing from the bathrooms to the decor. It draws you in and it is such like an Instagram worthy spot. I've seen this place a lot online, so I was really excited to go check it out. And I have to say, seeing it in person, I mean, the pictures just don't do it justice. It's even better in person, right? Yeah. What was your favorite thing? On the menu or about the actual? Just the overall like aesthetics wise. You know it was the bathroom. I know. That's why I, 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 I 
was obsessed with it. Okay, tell us about the bathrooms because that was by far the best spot. I mean, the bathrooms were incredible. It's all mirrors. It looks like you're walking into a fun house. It's so crazy. You feel like you could go through a maze for hours and get lost. To me, it felt like being in Alice in Wonderland. It was so fun. But they have a new happy hour. I've been kind of timid about going to Mad just because I know that it's going to be a pricier bill. Yeah. But their new happy hour, they have a lot of really good dishes that range from like $7 to $19. And most of them are around like the $7 mark. And their cocktails are around $8. It's actually really affordable. Yeah. So if you're looking to go to Mad and you don't want to break the bank, then go for happy hour. Yeah. And it's their new happy hour, right? Yeah. It's midnight in Madrid. And it's from 4.30 to 6.30, Monday through Friday. And what's cool about it is midnight in Madrid is 5 o'clock in Houston. So that was kind of like their theme in regards to the happy hour. Oh, I love that. That's actually really, really clever. Yeah. Some of my favorite dishes were the octopus, the serenito. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but (laughs) we're winging it, (laughs) right? We're winging it. It was so good. It had caramelized onions, green bell peppers, and like this manchego cheese that was just like draped across it. It was really crunchy. It was really, really good. And I liked the cocktails a lot too. Yeah. So we got some really fun cocktails and I want to say one of them was a gin and one of them was tequila, right? Yeah. You had the tequila one. I tried Mm -hmm. the gin and tonic. It was really, really good. Right. I'm a tequila person, so I liked it, but it wasn't very overwhelming or overbearing or too strong. I agree. I mean, the gin and tonic I thought was really, really good. And I typically am a vodka drinker. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. So that's going to be their happy hour menu. And then I can't talk about Mad and not talk about the tomato that you cut into it and you think it's a tomato, but it's actually cheese and pesto. I really think this is probably what they're famous for is having these foods that look like one thing, but when you open them up, they're really something else. Have you seen that trend on TikTok where everything's a cake? No. Oh my God. I need to spend more time on TikTok. Maybe I'm just on a weird side of TikTok, but I've seen it all over Instagram and Twitter too, where everyone's like, oh my God, I got to check to make sure everything's not cake, but people make these cakes that look very realistic. It would look like your phone or, you know, your computer and you cut into it and it's actually cake. And for me, that's what it felt like being at this restaurant. Well, I love that because it really tricks your senses. Yeah. You know, like you think you're cutting into this tomato. I mean, we all know what a tomato tastes like, right? Mm -hmm. So like you cut into it and then you're surprised by it. And then the lemon was that dessert that we cracked into. And then it just had that rush of strawberry sorbet that came out of it. And the lemon itself was like this chocolate mold. It was really amazing. Okay, so let's talk about it. So what was the inside of the actual tomato? It was cheese and pesto. Cheese and pesto. And the outside of it, it looks solid because you think, okay, cheese and pesto, that's like liquid form. But it really does look like a tomato and it's surrounded by breadcrumbs. It even had a stem. Yes, it even had a stem in it. And then it's like glossy too. Yeah. And then you break into it and it almost looks like a really giant baby bell cheese with pesto. I That is a perfect description of it. And then the lemon, you said had what, a chocolate outer shell? So it must have been like a white chocolate outer shell that they colored it yellow. And you crack it open and it just has a rush of like strawberry sorbet that comes out. And it's really, really flavorful and nice to have that like balance of the chocolate with the strawberry flavor. And if you want to know how realistic this one looks, it even had like a fake tag on it. You know how your fruit sometimes comes with that little like, and it said mad. Is that what it's at on? Yeah. It had a little barcode and it said mad. So this is a really cool spot to check out for date night because like Danielle said, it's really going to intrigue all of your senses. It's going to be more of a experience on top of the really good food. Yeah. There's going to be talking points throughout the meal. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. What's our second date night spot this week? Our second spot is going to be Uchi. 
Uchi. In Montrose. Okay. I love Uchi. It's one of my favorite sushi places. It has a very like intimate atmosphere and they are known for their happy hour. So I wanted to focus on date night spots, but also have really good happy hours. So since we talked about Mad, obviously they have a new happy hour. Uchi has their Saki Social. It's from 4 oh. to 6.30, and they have some really, really good deals. Oh, my God. What is up with all these fun names? Saki Social, Midnight I in Madrid. I love so fun. So everything on their happy hour menu, their Saki Social, is going to be under $10. Oh, my God. Let's go right now. Uh, okay. We're balling on a budget. I love it. <laughs> One of my favorite things that they have there is called the Walu Walu. It's $8. It's oak grilled escalar. It has like a candied citrus on top. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. So grilled escalar is a piece of fish. Okay. It's like a light piece of fish. And so this dish is, I mean, it is so good. It has that citrus, but it has the candied little pieces where you yeah. can like eat that as well. It is so nice. It's actually probably my favorite thing at Uchi, and that says a lot. Uchi's known for their sushi dishes, obviously, but they incorporate fruit a lot of times yeah. into the dishes. Another one of their dishes is called the Hama Chili. It's $6 on the Saki Social. It's yellowtail sliced super thin. It has a ponzu sauce, Thai chili, and oranges as well. No way. Yeah, so it's a nice balance of like the orange and then the spiciness from yeah. the Thai chili. So it's like that sweet and that spicy. Oh, it's so good. Sushi is also a really good food, I think, for a first date because it's something you can kind of share and pick at together, right? I agree, yeah, because yeah. you can order several rolls mm -hmm. and share it. They're yeah. good shareable plates. Yeah. Make sure to make a reservation for either the Saki Social or if you're planning on going on a date there, make a reservation because mm -hmm. they do book up. Yeah. And when they open at four o'clock, there will be a line that's like wraps around the corner. So, I mean, people want to like get in here and in. eat because it's such <laughs> a good deal. Um, a few other things I wanted to mention are they have fried milk ice cream on their desserts. Their desserts there are so great. The pastry chef there, her name's Meredith. She's super cute. The fried milk ice cream. Oh it God. are these like little balls that almost like explode in your mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> See, guys, if you take your girl to happy hour, you really won't even miss kickoff. So don't forget, go to date night during happy hour and then you'll be fine for your football later. I agree. Third date night spot. Third spot is going to be in the Galleria area. Blancos, tacos, and tequila. Okay. I'm they, imagining Mexican. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So they have an awesome happy hour Monday through Friday, three to six o'clock, $5 cocktails, $5 beers. And what I love about this place is it's a Mexican restaurant, but you know, you kind of like think of Mexican, you're like kind of maybe dark and like kind of like yes. rustic almost, you know, kind of has that like Mexicano exactly feel. what I picture. Right. So this is not that way. This is more light and bright and airy. It's fun. It's like contemporary. Oh. They have a really cool neon sign that says Te Amo Tequila. Oh my God, that's so fun. Right? <laughs> so yeah, this is a great spot. I love it. They have some awesome dishes on the happy hour menu. They have a Mexican pizza, which is basically like fried cheese with roasted poblano chilies and slices of tomato. But yeah. the base of it is like fried cheese, but it like holds up really well. Say less. I know, right? I like saw it. I was like fried cheese, <laughs> oh uh, Jesse. But then they have other dishes like their tacos. They have a pork carnita. That's $5. A chicken pastor. Chicken Chips and 
queso, all that kind of stuff is like $4, $5 on the happy hour menu. And then their drinks also include like $5 margaritas, sangrias, froses, all for $5, which is like you can't beat a $5 margarita in the Galleria. No. Okay? okay. You're making me want to do like a bar crawl, but at happy hour because all of these have such good deals. Right? I mean, this is a place that like it could be expensive, right? Because yeah. it's the Galleria. So if you're going to go to it, you might as well go happy hour because you can get it for a better price. Coming up after the break, we are welcoming a really special guest onto the show that we are so excited to have. His name is Eddie Massa, and he is the late night manager of Mad and River Oaks District. Now, this is a restaurant that we have been so pumped to talk about, and there's so much going on there that we actually had to bring someone from the restaurant on to really help us explain to y'all how awesome this place is. So stick around because this place is definitely going to be on your next bucket list. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Today we are so excited to welcome a new friend onto I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Eddie Massa is on the phone right now, who is the late night manager of MAD at River Oaks District. Hey, Eddie, thanks for coming on with us. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, so, you know, Danielle and I just came out to MAD to check out the ambiance and the food that you guys have, and it was so cool. We just knew that we had to have you on to talk a little bit about MAD because I'm honestly, I'm not even sure Danielle and I could explain it. Like, we need someone who is there 24-7 to be able to really do this restaurant justice. So I think we have to start with the name, MAD. So what does that mean? Like, what was the purpose behind the name of the restaurant? So our other Spanish concept, BCN, is the airport code for Barcelona. So we decided to add some Spanish flavor with Madrid, and that's where MAD came. It's actually the airport code for Madrid. But it also means crazy, you know, MAD's a little crazy, as a view of you walk in the building. <laughs> It really is. What is the idea and the concept behind Matt and like the menu? So going back to the crazy part, we really want to intrigue all your senses when you come to Matt. Definitely the food there is all gastronomy and eclectic. And we really want to surprise you when you eat some Spanish dishes at Mad. So there's a couple dishes like the Mad and beef and the needos and the Mad tomatoes. The Mad tomatoes, the one actually y'all tried, is the one that looks like a tomato on the outside, but it's actually a pesto parmesan mousse in the inside. Oh my God. It was super cool. So it's like a big surprise when you eat it. I love that because it's tricking your senses and then it becomes more of an experience than just like a dish. It's so weird. So originally when I saw the name Mad and then I I saw all these crazy foods. I was thinking like Mad Hatter type. Yeah. And then I came in and I really saw like the Madrid feel that you guys had in your restaurant, which I think is really cool. But just to see some of the menu items and Danielle knows I'm not a very adventurous eater. So she could, you know, she was like, Jesse, just try just it. Try it. Just try it. Because I don't even like tomatoes. And we opened it. I'm like, oh, crap, it's cheese. <laughs> It's so fun. And we know that you guys also have a really cool brand new happy hour that Danielle and I got to check out. Tell us a little bit about what's on the menu. So it's some of our favorites. Our goal is to really bring that Madrid feel. Actually, happy hour at five o'clock here is midnight in Madrid. So we use that as our slogan and we wanted to add some of our favorite dishes at a discounted price just to attract the younger demographic to come try us out. So when you're describing MAD to people, like what do you think that people should feel and experience when they eat there? So our goal is when you walk into MAD, we want to take you to Madrid with no passport required. We really want to intrigue all your senses and we want you to feel like you're in Spain in a different city. Especially now you can't really travel outside the country. So it's a perfect time to travel to Madrid. Yeah, that's true. And you had a lot of really cool menu items on your new midnight in Madrid happy hour menu. But we also took a look at the menu just on a regular day and there are so many crazy different options on 
on there. I mean, Danielle was getting really adventurous with all the food she was trying. So what do you think is your favorite item on the menu for people to try? So there's a couple of things. When it comes to tapas, the Nitos is my favorite. Potato nest and egg yolk truffle jamon iberico. And it kind of looks like a bird's nest. It's one of the most amazing dishes I've ever tried. Yeah, we tried it. It's so good, right? Yeah, it was, it was really good. I love the different like texture combinations. I mean, who, anything with truffle is also my favorite. So. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you can't you can't go wrong with truffle. <laughs> you can't go wrong with truffle. Heck no. But the must-try over there, and I've heard this from multiple people from Spain, is our pulpo, which is our Spanish octopus, is what you tried as well. That is probably the most popular dish, in my opinion, that all my guests like. The octopus did look really good, and I saw a ton of pictures of it online. So when I'm on Instagram, I see people like posting pictures of the tomato, like you mentioned. But what do you think that y'all are known for? What dishes? Oh, there's so many. Definitely, there's a few dishes in our pastries as well that really really makes it pop. But I think the very popular one is our steak tartare. And it actually has edible paper that has says Houston Chronicle on it. And it has mat on it as well, which <laughs> is pretty cool. It's like, looks like you're eating paper, but you're not. <laughs> like, who comes um, up but with that? Def- I don't understand. Oh, man. This is crazy. <laughs> hey, we wanted to make this out of this world. That was one of our cool dishes that we wanted to expose because we're definitely a Houston concept. So we want to make sure we're going to make it appealing to everybody's eyes. That's so wild. I mean, this restaurant is unlike any place that you've ever been to, and not just in Houston, I mean anywhere. Just the different food menu and the different items that they have on the menus and the way they trick your brain. And okay, we have to pause. Let's talk about the bathrooms for a minute because these are unlike any other bathroom you've ever seen before. I was like, Jesse, stop taking selfies in the bathroom. Come on, sis. I couldn't help it. It's definitely the biggest hit at the restaurant. You walk in there, Especially after a few gin tonics, you feel like you're in a different world. (laughs) (laughs) For anyone who has never been to MAD before, because I know a lot of people that listen to the show are, they're like Danielle and I. Sometimes we go to places just for the pick and just for the experience. Like, we're there for the Instagram. Midnight in Madrid, that's a caption right there. What are the bathrooms like for someone who has never been inside? So we walk to the bathrooms. It's an infinity mirror wall. So you really feel like you're walking through space. And that's why, you know, we're in Houston, eh? So you're going to walk through space at, at Matt. Go to Google right now and look up Mad Bathrooms, and it will come up because everyone talks about them. Or, go, like, the Instagram pages. It looks like, you know when you were a kid and you would go to those fun houses? and it there looks was, like a fun house. Yes, and there was really the near one. But you always ran into because you were trying to find your way through the path, and you would always bang your head on the mirror because you were trying to find your way through it. This is what it reminds me of, but with less oh, injuries. Full disclosure, I've ran into the mirror wall a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> Do you feel like the bathrooms is one of the things that you're most proud about? Or, like, what are you most proud of with Mad for 2020? You know, there's so much, but obviously the interior design is one of the most, the coolest things about the place. But I think without having a great staff that's passionate about the product, you really, it's like having a Ferrari without an engine in it. And I really think they actually took the bull by the horns and, and made this restaurant part of their family as well. So it's been a crazy year, but I'm definitely really proud of how we won the best new restaurant with Culture Map. It was voted by the people in Houston, and I really appreciate all the support from the city. I think it says a lot about Mad because there's so much stiff competition. And so it's the crazy. fact that y'all won, I mean, that says so much about y'all. So congratulations. I appreciate it. I mean, Houston Palette is the best palette in the world, right? We have so much diversity here, and it's it's awesome to be a part of that. I agree. Now, Eddie, I want to go back because earlier you mentioned the pastries being one of your favorite parts of the menu. And I've honestly heard a lot of really great things about the pastries that you guys have and how they're different. So 
What makes your pastries different? Is it the ingredients that you guys use? It's actually just mostly very similar to the mad tomato. We have this one thing called the uh, Sesso Wannabe, which is actually a lemon on the outside and a strawberry mousse on the inside. And you'll try it. It's one of the funnest dishes on our menu. Yeah, it was so much fun. You were able to like crack the lemon and then you think it's obviously it looks just like a lemon and you crack it open and this like strawberry is just like seeping, pouring out. It's just, it's amazing to like have that like sensory overload. Okay, so what's the lemon actually made of? Like can, you can eat that, right? Yeah, you can eat everything. Oh yeah, it's edible. Okay, <laughs> speaking of that, I want to go back to the tomato for a second because you guys <laughs> have- get over the tomato. No, I can't, but I'm just thinking about, you know, how the lemon looks like one thing and it's not, but it's all edible. Now, the tomato looks like one thing and it's not. You guys have surrounding the tomato breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah. The pumpernickel. Yes. <laughs> so you're not it, eating dirt. It looks you. like dirt. So, Danielle, I oh, looked no. at it and I poked it. I go, Danielle, do you think that's dirt or that's food? And she tries it and she makes this face and I go, oh, my God, she totally just <laughs> ate dirt. Like, she totally fooled me. And then, of course, we found out it was Of course, just... I, then I smiled and I was like, wait a sec. Actually, it's really good. I was just trying to mess with it. Yeah, it's just pumpernickel bread. But, of course, we make it look like dirt. So, uh, definitely intriguing to the eye and all your senses. It's <laughs> terrifying, actually. I'm just so, <laughs> so interested fun. in how, like, the people came up with these dishes. You know, especially the tomato and the lemon and the thought process behind having the newspaper with the steak tartare. I mean, is this one person that's coming up with this specifically? Or is this, like, a team of people that are like, these are specific things that I want to trick people's minds with these dishes. Well, Chef Luis is the head of the program, but uh, of course, anyone's idea is always great. But yeah, it's definitely Chef Luis that really took the lead on this. I think he watched a movie and was like, oh, I should do that. Or was he just coming up with that in bed one night? He had a dream. <laughs> well, he wanted to make this experience. So like most restaurants these days are fine dining and we wanted to make fun dining. And that's where Mad came to life because, you know, Madrid is known for their nightlife and we wanted to create something that intrigued nightlife and culinary skills as well. You know, obviously, because of the pandemic, things are changing a little bit and we know that everyone's dining experience is changing and we're adapting. How have you guys adjusted to that? So our restaurant has always been very controlled when it comes to capacity and and the people in there. So I think it actually benefits us just because, you know, most people are not really willing to go to bars anymore. They'd rather go to restaurants and have that experience and social experience with their friends and family. I agree. I mean, I think that Matt is just, it exemplifies like what a social experience really is. It's not just a restaurant. It's the total package. I think that's really important. And people really want that, especially in Houston when there's so many options, but they want the cool cocktails, the really cool atmosphere and the amazing food. Absolutely. And and I think it's the whole package, like you said, because now that we're getting older, we really don't want to go clubbing all the time. So this is a perfect... uh Perfect alternative to that, right? Speak for yourself, (laughs) okay? (laughs) I know. Hey, also, every once in a while, we'll go clubbing to have fun, but, you know. (laughs) We're going to see Eddie on a table. Yeah, we're going to see elevated surfaces, people. Elevated surfaces. Don't send me with a good time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Eddie, how do you see MAD changing, growing, and improving over the next couple of years? Well, there's always room for improvement. I think, you know, we're always changing our menu every quarter and really trying to intrigue all of our senses. I think this concept is a good concept to take to a different city. And I think we really want to spread that Spanish culture all over the world. Eddie Massa from MAD in River Oaks District. Thank you so much for joining us today and telling us all about MAD. I really, I don't think that Danielle and I would have been able to explain it without your help. It is an amazing restaurant. It's a full experience if you're looking to do date night or go somewhere just out with your girlfriends. This is a place that you want to check out, not only for the food or the bathrooms, but the experience, the whole package. And their new happy hour. I know, I really appreciate you having me on board. Thanks, Eddie.
So now you know exactly where to check out for happy hour in Houston. But let's just say you miss happy hour one day and you feel like going out and getting a little rowdy at nighttime. Danielle and I have three brand new bars for you to check out on Bayou Bar Hopping coming up next. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Us hangry girls like to make it as easy as possible for you to catch up on everything we talk about. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. And to listen to our show, it's as easy as yelling at Alexa, which is what we do all day long anyways now, right? When we're home. I agree. (laughs) All day long. Alexa, what's the weather? I was asking her questions earlier. To listen to our show, all you have to do is say, Alexa, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com. And if you miss anything, you can always catch up on our podcast on radio.com. You just search the keyword hangry and we'll pop right up. Now, Danielle and I are really into helping y'all with date night spots because we know how easy it is to fall into a routine of going to the same places. And we just think that's like a sin when you live in Houston, Texas, because we have some of the best food ever, right? Yeah. But date night doesn't always have to break the bank. And sometimes it's more about the sentiment of the date itself than it is about going to the restaurant. So that's why I want to bring you something a little bit different for Houston Hidden Gems today. One of my favorite hidden gems in Houston is actually the Lovelock Bridge. So I actually didn't even know this existed until Danielle told me about it. Yeah, it's so cool. There's one in Paris and then obviously there's one in Houston. I didn't know about it until like a year ago and I finally found it. It took me a while, but I finally found it. I was so excited. It's on the bridge that's like connecting to Eleanor Tinsley Park. Oh, okay. Okay. So is it one of you walk on top of it and all the, the locks are on the fence? Yeah. You showed me a picture of it. It looks like there's a cutout of a heart. Yeah. And then you can see the skyline of downtown. Aww. Imagine, like, you know, putting your hands like in a heart shape. You can make like a really cool Instagram worthy pic of like your hands in a heart shape with the skyline of downtown That's behind it. so cute. Yeah. How many locks do you think are on the bridge? Probably like 400, 500. Okay. So there's really not that many. Not that we really want to like start weighing this bridge down or anything. <laughs> Actually, I could be completely wrong. There's probably like a thousand. Who knows? Who knows? We're just guessing here, but it's... It's definitely not as popular as the one in Paris because I knew about that one. And I think that one was like actually weighed down and it was going to collapse. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. 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 So let's. I don't think that that a lot of people have like found this one. They've heard about it, but (laughs) it's been kind of like, yeah, it's kind of been hard to find. But it's right by Eleanor Tinsley Park, which if y'all haven't been over there, that's another hidden gem of Houston. It Mm -hmm. just it's such a beautiful plot of land. You can go have a nice picnic, get some good stuff from like H-E-B and then walk over to the bridge, you know, and then take a picture over there. So a fun little date night spot that's probably just going to be a little bit different for you. Yeah. So Danielle runs Hanger Houstonian on Instagram. She's a total foodie. So she knows that sometimes being a foodie isn't always about going to all the crazy restaurants, but it's just about trying the food and trying different things in Houston. So I know, Danielle, you love going to H-E-B. You get those pre-made, pre-packaged meals. And that's a perfect thing to do for a date night is go to this hidden gem, the Love Lock Bridge. Not a lot of people know about it. Bring a blanket, get a little lock, and then sit in the park and have a picnic. The perfect social distancing date night. True. So true. So, Danielle, you posted on your story last week about all the bars that are finally starting to open up. Obviously, we're not at full capacity yet. We're wearing masks and we're social distancing because we're not going to ruin this. Right, guys? We talked about it. We're going to be good. (laughs) 
<laughs> Me too, I promise. Yeah. What's our first stop on Bayou Bar Hopping this week? First stop is going to be El Big Bad downtown. Okay, so I've walked past this place a few times. I've really wanted to check it out because the inside looks really nice. Yeah, it's cool, funky inside. has like Mexican art on the walls and yeah. stuff. And they have a big balcony that you can like hang out on. It's a really cool atmosphere. And they've actually been open throughout COVID. Because they serve food there too, right? They do serve food, yeah. And they actually, one of the cool things about El Big Bad is that they infuse their tequilas. So when you walk in, there's a chalkboard of all these different infusions, whether it's like ginger or pineapple or basil, you can pick what kind of tequila you would want. And you can basically like build. They have a thing where you can build your own margarita for $10. Okay, that's dangerous. Because that sounds like one of those things where you put a flavor in it and then you don't really know how much you're drinking. Exactly. I love that. Love it. So you can pick like, do you want your margarita to be sweet, spicy, herbal, or savory? Those are literally the four options you pick between and then you build amongst that. (gasps) Oh, that's amazing. See, normally when you go to places that have margaritas, Mexican places, you have options, but it's just regular It's pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get to choose. And it's normally, I think, all pretty sweet margaritas. I haven't really heard of a lot of places giving you a spicy option, which is what I like. Yeah. They also have some really good food. They have like tamales and they have some pork belly tacos. They also do a brunch. Oh, so yeah. So it's a great place to bar hop, have brunch. I mean, this is like a jack of all trades place. Highly recommend it. You could end the night there and then start your Sunday there too. Or you just not leave. You could sleep in the bathrooms and go for brunch the next morning. (laughs) Don't advise them to do that, Jesse. That's just something that we're going to do. Sorry, guys. I was like, that's just something we did last week. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. (laughs) Any place that's open super late at night like that and also does brunch is a place that I trust. And also downstairs, there's the pizza place, Frank's. So get a little crazy downstairs, Frank's. Mm. Okay. Wow. Oh, yes, sis. This is where we're starting the night and we're going to start our Sunday. I like it. (laughs) I'm ready for it. What's our next spot? Second spot is going to be Pitch 25 in East Downtown. Mm. Okay. So this one is right by the soccer stadium. Exactly. Yeah. So it was actually founded by Dynamo player Brian Ching. And it is a beer garden and soccer bar. And it opened last year. It has a really good happy hour from Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock. They have $3 select beers, half-off wines, frozen drinks, and rosé. We love the rosé. We do love the rosé. And they have over 100 beers on draft. So if you are looking to go out to a fun place, there's food there, there's a lot of good drinks, and you want a social distance, this is the place to do it because it's Huge. It is huge. And there's an indoor and an outdoor place. So you can sit wherever you want. Isn't that so cool? Like it's a beer garden. It has that like beer garden vibe, but it also has like a pitch or exactly. like a soccer field. Yeah. No, there's an actual soccer field. That right. I was so confused. Did you know they play bubble soccer there? You can sign up no. to play bubble soccer. Let's do it. Oh my God. We can have we to please d- do it. I would die. Can you imagine us running around just bumping into each other? We would suck. And we would be so bad, but it would be so good. We get kicked three, out. Three drinks in, you yeah. know? <laughs> three tequilas deep. I like Danielle! it. I'm coming. <laughs> They also have swings there, which Jesse and I are known to be like total swing freaks. We love it. Any place that has a swing inside of a seat is already right? a one. A cocktail and a swing is just like makes for like a good night, you know? It's like going back to your childhood of your mother rocking you, but you have tequila inside of your mom now. <laughs> a nice buzz as you rock. <laughs> 
then they also have some good food there. They have some, you know, Brussels, cauliflower. They have fries, soup, salads, wings, burgers, and some chicken dishes on the menu as well. Mm, I got a burger. It was actually really good. And they have good fries. Crispy. Yeah, they have like a whole fry section. Yeah, really, really good. And they have games, which I like. Yeah, they have games and you can watch games too. Yeah. Whether it's soccer mm -hmm. or just like other sporting events and stuff, it's a good place to like watch a game at. Okay, guys. Football's back. If you're going to go out and you need to look up at the screen every once in a while <laughs> to check the score, Fish 25 is the place. <laughs> or if you want to play bubble soccer. Or if you want to join Danielle and I Meet us soccer. on the pitch. <laughs> Let's take it out on the field. <laughs> Let's take all of our quarantine aggression out. What's our third spot on Bayou Bar Hopping? Third spot is going to be Wooster's Garden. This place reminds me of a really bad date that I had there. Oh my God, tell us. <laughs> Literally like five minutes into the date, I was like, this is not going to go anywhere like and it's not going to end well. Go. The place is super cute. You know, when you have a bad date or like you have a bad experience somewhere, it just ruins it for you. you associate that. Yeah, but I have such faith in this place because it really is cool. It has a great like half open air, half patio concept, really great cocktails. They have happy hour from four to six, Monday through Saturday, half off cocktails, and they have 43 cocktails on their menu. No way. That's a lot of cocktails for like a relatively like, I mean, it's a decent sized place, but it's not huge. Well, that's a lot of choices to try. Yeah. So they have fire pits there, which are going to be great when the weather turns nice and chilly. Mm. By chilly, I mean like 60. So yeah. don't get crazy. <laughs> it doesn't get too chilly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this place is awesome. They have great craft cocktails. They have shaved ice cocktails, which is really cool. Ooh. And then they have some pretty good food options as well. They have like pretzels, cauliflower, even like bone marrow, which is like pretty fancy. Interesting. Yeah. All I know is 43 cocktail. I, that's going to be a long night for us trying all those. Yeah. And the happy hour, I mean, half off. That's of amazing. Those. Yeah. We're balling on a budget today. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe yeah. next time I'll go, I'll have a better date. Seriously. Because you associate those things and you never get rid of it. So. Right? I know this was like two years ago and oh my gosh, that, I, mean, I never talked to him again. He never talked to me again. Either, so. <laughs> I mean, he was thinking the same thing. You guys are both like, I have to go to the bathroom, but sneaks out the window. Yeah. I mean, we were like one drink and done. We were like not on the same page about anything. Ooh, yeah. It was awkward. like literally our entire lives were like, what's your favorite color? Oh, you like black. I like white, like kind of thing. Oh, I don't like that. Danielle, you and I will go out on another date to Boosters after we've hit up El Big Bad and Pitch 25. And Pitch 25. Yeah. And then we can just have a great night. I will agree with you on everything that you say. And then Woosters will be your new favorite spot. Perfect. Why do I need a boyfriend, Jesse, when I have you to, I to love me? You. Come on. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> We're ready to celebrate the end of the week with you the right way with a brand new cocktail recipe to share with you. And while we sip on it, we're going to pretend like it's some tea because we got some tea to spill on what's in Danielle's DMs this week. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. You made it through another week of 2020. Woo woo! Congratulations. <laughs> Wake me up when September ends. Seriously. <laughs> Every time we make it to the end of another week in 2020, it means that we deserve to celebrate with a cocktail. So Danielle and I are trying to up our bartender status each week by learning to make 
all sorts of fun different cocktails with y'all. So hopefully you are making them with us and enjoying a brand new cocktail every single week. If you have any ideas on cocktails, you can send us your favorite drink and we'll feature it on the show. You can send it to Danielle on her Instagram at hangryhoustonian. And if you don't already follow her, she has the most amazing Instagram page you've ever seen. It's just full of bright colors and all this food that makes you hangry. Even if you've already eaten, I always look at it and I'm like, crap, I guess I got to eat again. <laughs> You're Dan- welcome. Danielle, what cocktail are we making this week? This week, there was supposed to be a cold front that was going to come through. Well, it missed us. Liars. Womp, womp, womp right? Liars, all exactly. of you. Exactly. <laughs> But in my mind, I was thinking, gosh, I'm just so ready for it to be fall and to drink like warm, hot things like hot chocolate, hot coffee, and of course, hot cocktails. Oh my God. So I haven't actually had a hot cocktail in a long time. This being my first summer in Houston, it was overbearing, you guys. I don't understand. You're like, just bathe me in like cold water ice. Seriously. So I'm really excited for it to even start getting into like the low 80s high 70s. I'm okay with that. I think it's really going to feel like fall to us. So hot cocktails, I'm in for. One of my favorite alcohols is Blue Chair Bay Mm. Rum. They have a coconut spiced rum cream, and I thought it would be so much fun to make a cocktail with that. Let's do it. And we don't just love it because it's Kenny Chesney's, and we love Kenny Chesney. We we (laughs) love it for a multitude of reasons. Kenny Chesney may or may not be the number one reason why. I was like, he might be at the top of the list, but he's not the only one. (laughs) No, this stuff is amazing. Like, this stuff you can drink just straight over ice, but I also love it in a cocktail. I know we've talked about it before, but- We've never talked about their coconut spice rum. So this cocktail, you're going to combine all these ingredients into a coffee mug. So it's going to be 0.75 ounces of the coconut spice rum and then 0.5 ounces of just a hazelnut liqueur and then five ounces of hot coffee. Combine it all and then add some whipped cream on top. Stir and enjoy. You had me at whipped cream. Yes. So this is something you put into an actual coffee mug then. Yeah. So it's just going to be like a coffee drink, but just with a little kick. Okay. I love this. A little buzz. So anyone who's in their twenties knows this struggle or like if you're in college, you know, the struggle where you don't have enough wine glasses because you're not really an adult yet. So you pour your wine into your coffee mug. Like the amount of drinks I've drank out of my drinks I've drank, drinks I've drinking (laughs) (laughs) out of a coffee mug is kind of embarrassing. I think I've even drank wine out of a bowl before because you just you're not an adult yet and you don't have all of the things out of a bowl yeah you never done that no with like a nope. straw nope oh well nope. you learn something new every day. it's the college <laughs> struggle right there so i love the fact that this one is like supposed to be in a coffee mug so no one looks at you funny exactly it's like hidden alcohol like oh don't judge me there may or might not be liquor in here maybe a little something something in this Ex- coffee mug but exactly. it looks like i'm being responsible and this is called the skinny cafe vista <gasps> so it's not gonna be too heavy on the calories because what I love about Blue Chair Bay is that it's actually, for it being a rum cream, it's only 99 calories. So you think I'm skinny! Exactly! Oh, you can drink this drink and not feel guilty about it. Fabulous. And it's warm. So hopefully it'll cool down soon. Please. My hair needs it. Please. (laughs) Keep praying. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Danielle gets some of the most crazy DMs sent to her on her Hangry Houstonian page. And if you have your profile on Instagram set to public, I'm sure you get these too. But Danielle, every week I swear she comes in and either she has a lot of the same question coming in from people that are genuinely curious 
or it's just a lot of weird guys saying things that they shouldn't. Yes. So what happened this week? So this week, a guy messaged me and he was like, hey, do you think this shirt that I have is boyfriend material? Ew. Ew. And like, obviously, he had been kind of like flirting with me. And I was like, I was just trying to be overly nice because that's my job, right? Yeah. And so I was like, uh, looks like it's a little bit too clingy for me. (laughs) Genius, Danielle. That is the best comeback I've ever heard for that pickup line. (laughs) I thought it was pretty savvy. I don't understand. And savage. I'm a savage. Uh. Classic, bougie, ratchet. What? Uh. Okay, it's 2020. Why are we still sending pickup lines and DMs? This is why I'm still single because I refuse to pay attention to anybody that will send me a pickup line. Wouldn't you rather just get like a hey and have someone try and get to know you than say something super weird and creepy? Oh, I'm super old fashioned and old school. Like I like to be courted and all the like old school things. Like do not send me a pickup line. Do not slide into my DMs. Like, no, let's not do that. No, let's not do that. I just, it's 2020. We've moved past that. That was something that like we all were really into. I feel like in middle school was the corny pickup lines. Like how many times did you ever hear? Hope you know CPR. Because you take my breath away. Uh, I mean, who comes up with this stuff? <laughs> There's got to be like a hidden writer somewhere who writes these. What about, do you believe in love at first sight, Danielle? Or should I walk by again? Oh, you know, so that's how corny. they say it, too. They're exactly. like, hey, um, backwards hat on. So listen, cargo shorts. <laughs> cargo shorts, like white Oakleys. Yes, that's exactly what I Gross. No offense to you if that's your style. Just hopefully you aren't saying these pickup lines. No, no. What about do you forget when you were in school? The did we take a class together? Because I could have sworn we had chemistry. I hate chemistry, so (laughs) I failed chemistry. That's actually it's actually really not any good at science. So exactly. (laughs) You know, you look a lot like my next girlfriend. I'd be like, you look a lot like a mistake. Yeah, exactly. You look like my next mistake. Okay, this one was one of my favorite ones, though. I don't remember who sent this in. Are you a parking ticket? Because you've got written all over it. How many times have you gotten that in your DMs for you to know it before I even finished it? Oh, my gosh. So pathetic. I mean, these pickup lines are the worst. Oh, my God. I really can't. If you're a guy out there and you're still using pickup lines, like, that is why you're single. Like, resort to something new. Like, find a new tactic. We'll help you out, okay? Like, send us what you want to send a girl, and we'll be like, yeah, yeah girls like creativity, right? Like, yeah. that's what we feed off of. So get creative. Don't use a pickup line that we've heard on, like, rom-com movies, you know? Yes, find something in common. Find a common interest to send them. Or I would honestly rather have someone just say, hey, I'd really like to get to know you besides saying one of these pickup lines because those pickup lines, you know what they say is I have said these to 18 other girls. I have copy and pasted this message into the DMs of every girl on Instagram. But if you say I want to get to know you better, it feels a little bit more personal. I'm laughing because I was just thinking about how when I had Bumble, I don't have it right now. I might download it tonight because I'm bored. (laughs) But but my pickup line on Bumble, because, you know, girls have to message the guys. So you have to have like a good like starter line. It was something along the lines of this is a lot of pressure, but pressure makes diamonds. And I love diamonds. What? 
see creative where but did you creative. come up with exactly, that exactly yeah oh I saw it on like Pinterest or something oh my god that's okay every boy listening to this right now is about to download Bumble because Danielle said she was gonna be on it tonight <sighs> and they are waiting for a DM talking about diamonds <laughs> was it this girl no she didn't mention diamonds is it this girl no she didn't mention diamonds but then I changed so that was like probably three years ago when I was on Bumble. And then I was on Bumble for a little while last year and I changed my opening liner to three questions. And I thought that this was a great idea because it really gets to know the person. So my questions were, what is your walkout song? Love, yeah. Do you put the grocery cart back? If you don't, I'll slap you silly. And then if you're on death row, what's your last meal? And the way that guys would answer the question would say so much about them. If they like took the time to really give me like a detailed answer that was like if you made it funny then I was like I was into it right you know some guys were like why am I on death row yeah (laughs) what did I do what did I do exactly and then if guys said that they didn't put the grocery cart back then my thought process is well if you can't do the small things in life right you're not gonna be able to do the big things in life oh I love that yeah so it's almost like a way of kind of thinking that I wanted to get from guys so Girls, if you're listening to this, that might be a good opening liner for Bumble. Yeah, feel free to take that one. Exactly. Those are good and questions. I actually just like also just ask these three questions to guys when I'm like on a date or like if I'm already, you know, just starting to talk to them. It's a good conversation starter. Yeah. And it'll for sure. show you if they're interested or not based on how detailed their answers get. Right. <laughs> all right, everyone open up the notes on your phone or break out a pen and paper because we are about to give you all the addresses of the places that we've talked about today. I think this might be one of my favorite episodes just because of all the places we talked about that have happy hour really great deals and great places to go for a first date so what was our first spot first spot was mad at 4444 westheimer second spot uchi at 904 westheimer and our third spot blanco's taco and tequila at 5115 westheimer and i'm laughing because they're literally all on westheimer and i did not plan that that is how that's how long westheimer is and they're not even close it was like the only place danielle went this whole week was westheimer <laughs> They're all in three completely different spots. <laughs> we were so lucky to be able to talk to Eddie Massa today, who is the late night manager at Matt. He shared a lot of cool stuff about his restaurant with us. So if you missed anything on the show, please check it out on the podcast at radio.com. You can search hangry or I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Now, Houston Hidden Gem this week, we got a little bit crazy and we gave you an idea to pick something up at HEB and do a picnic and visit the Lovelock Bridge. The Lovelock Bridge is going to be at 3422 Allen Parkway connected to Eleanor Tinsley. By you bar hopping this week. Our first spot was El Big Bad at 419 Travis Street. And Pitch 25. 2120 Walker Street. And Woosters at 3315 Milan. If you guys check out any of these restaurants or you make our cocktail of the week, please throw it up on Instagram. You can tag Danielle at Hangry Houstonian or myself at JessieWatt965. Use the hashtag HangryGirlsMadeMeDoIt. Made me do it. <laughs> we want to give a big shout out to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank you guys so much. And thank y'all for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.